The St. Louis Blues truly did surprise everybody in the NHL with that 4-3 overtime win against the Vancouver Canucks in last night's contest. I'm going to tell you more about what the Blues did to win that game coming up here on Locked on Blues. Your Locked on Blues, your daily podcast on the St. Louis Blues. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Locked on Blues. I am your host of Locked on Blues, Kaylee Taylor Simon, talking to you all things about our St. Louis Blues. I hope you are doing well on this Thursday evening. It's an off night for us today here in St. Louis with back-to-back games, which the Blues were victorious in both games, defeating the Flames and last night defeating the Canucks in overtime. So I'll be talking about the Blues' win over the Canucks. Yesterday, I drove four hours to see the Springfield Thunderbirds, which is the Blues' AHL team. So I got to see some of the prospects, and I have some reviews on some of the guys. And uh, let's go talk about the successful road trip so far. I know that we still have the Kraken to take on. But uh, yeah, so far, I'm very pleased with everything that I am seeing. I do want to let you know that today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get... 150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet visit fandle.com slash locked on to get started so this was a late night puck drop um not a big fan of those but honestly with me driving back from seeing the thunderbirds i got home to see the second period and on so unfortunately did miss that first period of play but i have to say I was really impressed. The Blues set the tone right away. I'm going to talk more about that game specifically. But the reason why I think everybody in the NHL is so surprised over this is that the Canucks, they're one of the most successful teams so far in the season, right? When you look at the Vancouver Canucks, you assume a cup contending team. And uh, Quinn Hughes has been doing a really good job leading his team to success. So last night when they were taking on the St. Louis Blues, This season, the Blues have not been that great of a team, and I think that nobody was really expecting the Blues to put up that kind of fight against the Canucks, except me. I did say that they would, but I think that if you're just an NHL fan and you were watching the game last night, you were like, okay, maybe the Blues are a serious team that they're able to really, you know, and I'm going to say this, dominate the Canucks, but... I have my own thoughts on the game, but that is why I think everybody in the NHL is like, oh my gosh, wait, is St. Louis back? Is St. Louis legit? It's because of um, how competitive the Canucks have been this season. So let's talk about the game last night. So obviously the Blues did win in that 4-3 victory. And I have to say, I was a little disappointed that this game even had to go to overtime. And I know what you're thinking. Hale, just be happy that the Blues got those two points. I know. (laughs) And I am happy about that. But I'm going to explain why. So in the first period, Jake Neighbors set the tone, getting the Blues on the board. one nothing, And then Pavel Buchnevich was able to get the Blues um, their second goal. So they had a 2-0 lead, a power play goal, may I um, add. So that's big for St. Louis. But it just set the tone, you know? They're up 2-0 against one of the best teams in the NHL of 69 points the Canucks had. um, No, 68 points they had entering that game. And just a very good team. Second period, it was a lot of back and forth. Um, I actually thought this was a really good period of hockey. I was 
thoroughly entertained. I thought both teams did a good job um, playing defense. I thought that they were really able to, while they did have good opportunities um, shooting wise, I thought they just were, it was just a good period. I don't know how to explain it. Just, it was like fun hockey. That third period is unfortunately um, when things went a little downhill. Um, so uh, Suter was able to get uh, the Canucks on the board. So then it was 2-1. And then our boy Alexei Torchenko was able to, again, regain that Blues' um, two-goal lead. So it was 3-1. And then uh, Suter, again, was able to get the Canucks back I guess back into life, if that makes sense, with a power play goal, three, two, and then and about it was awful. It, it was like forty eight seconds left to uh, that third period. Um, Suter again was able to get the Canucks uh, equalized, three, three, and then in OT, Stenner he had a great feat, and was able to get the Blues that victory. But man, that game last night, it was just super frustrating. I believe, at least as a Blues uh, fan, for that third period, I think that I I was just really disappointed last night. I know, and I shouldn't be, but I was. And it just was not really that fun of a night for me, at least. I mean, I'm happy that, you know, they ended up winning, but yeah. Um, Suter, by the way, he did have a hat trick. If you don't know, I just wanted to also mention that as well. But I, the reason why, I mean, I'm happy that they won. Okay. But I'm going to tell you why I'm not happy. And I think that it comes down to a couple of things. One, uh, Hofer, I'm proud of my boy, Joel. I think he did a good job. I just think that there was, I believe it was, um, Suter's second goal where he kind of like stepped out of the crease a little bit. Positioning could have been better, but at the end of the day, uh, they were able to get those uh, two points. I thought that overall, I mean, Hofer looked good. I mean, he was able to make a great amount of saves, and uh, the saves that he had to make last night were not easy. Um, That Canucks team, they're a very fast-shooting team, and I think that he looked like a pro in net. I really do. And besides that one goal, I thought that he composed himself well. And, you know, it's funny. Like, I'm on social media. And I'm seeing these tweets and people were like, Hofer didn't look good. I'm like, what do you mean? He really kept the blues alive in that whole game, um, especially that second period, as I said, a very competitive second period of play. So I was really impressed. I thought the St. Louis Blues had a really good game. I thought that um, this was going to be their surprise game. So I said that their statement game was their win against the Flames their surprise game was going to be this game. And Shenny right now, I have to say, I am so proud of Braden Shen. I think that Shenner, you know, he has been scoring as of lately and he's just stepped it up. But to get such a crucial goal, right? Like a crucial OT goal. And it, it just, it's a statement, okay? It is a big statement for the St. Louis Blues. And um, Casey DeSmith, he was uh, the goalie, by the way, for uh, Vancouver. And, you know, he's a good goalie. I think he did a good job. But I think it was just such like an offensively driven game last night 
where the defense actually was on top of things, which I was like a little bit surprised about. But last night, Hofer did make 29 saves in net for the Blues. And um, I just have to say, they have now won three straight games. And they now move up to fifth in the central division. I am somebody that's going to be looking at the division because obviously that's my job here is your host's uh, lock on locked on blues. But let me go talk about what Jake neighbors said last night. Um, so neighbors made it one, nothing by the way, from a pass from Robert Thomas and neighbors said that's a team first change, changing the offensive zone and setting up the guys behind so clutch. And I kind of just popped into the slot. And Tomber found me, so all I do was get her in on the net. It was a great setup, and I think that's the thing. As I said, Robert Thomas is one of those guys where he puts his teammates first. He always wants the best for the team. He's not a selfish player. So I think that, you know, him and neighbors last night, that he they clicked, and Tomber was really able to set up this um, really nice pass behind the net, and it just ended up working out. But I think that this is the kind of team – where I'm going to say it at my opinion from last week changed. Take me to the playoffs. What? Take me to the playoffs. Oh my gosh, Haley. <laughs> Whoa. Why are we doing this again? Why are we going back and forth? Okay. I, I know, I know, I know, but you can't tell me you're not excited after beating the Canucks. You cannot tell me that you're not thinking to yourself, if they can beat the Canucks, they can be in the playoffs. Am I the only one that's maybe thinking that way? Maybe I'm a little bit irrational. Maybe I'm a little bit cuckoo. But I mean, last night's win really just captivated me. And Vancouver's been a team that has been thriving in the NHL. And I was, I have to tell you though, I was also a little bit surprised about the Canucks. I really didn't think for um, a second that the blues really had that big of a chance of beating them. Um, the Canucks were also on a three game win streak before coming into um, yesterday's game. And they had this great win against Toronto on Saturday. And it was a really good game. Actually, um, Toronto tried making a bit of a comeback and uh, Quinn Hughes really fired up the bench. But I just thought because of that win, like maybe, I don't know. I was like, maybe they're just me really fired up, but the blues came out hot and strong and I knew this whole time that they would win. So I'm really proud of the blues. Let's go blues. But I'm going to talk to you about what I saw last night with the Thunderbirds. And uh, we're going to just have an honest talk about these prospects. But before I talk to you about the prospects and tell you about my experience, I'm going to talk to you about FanDuel. The NFL regular season is wrapping up, but there's still time to get in on the action with FanDuel America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get 150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's 150 bucks in bonus bets, win or lose. The app is so easy to use, and there's so many different ways to bet, like live same-game parlays. You can find bets in the new Explorer tab. Make a parlay in the Parlay Hub. It's the best way to find the most popular parlays and so much more. So visit Fandle.com slash locked on and make your first bet a layup. Fandle, official partner of the NFL. And for me, if I were to place a bet this weekend on Sunday, I have to tell you, I think the Super Bowl is going to be 
and I hate that I'm saying this, but I think it's going to be the 49ers and Chiefs. It's just my gut feeling. Now, I don't want that to happen, but it might happen. But I would take those two teams on the money line and make it a little bit of a parlay and uh, win some money so you can do some nice things for your Super Bowl party. So, uh, yeah, that's cool. Even though I don't want it to be the Super Bowl, but. Again, this is Locked On Blues. This isn't a football podcast, so I'm not going to talk more about it. What I am going to talk, it's going to be about the Thunderbirds and some things that I saw last night from our AHL team. So first off, I want to add, I drove four hours to see the Thunderbirds last night. I was the only person in the arena wearing the blue note. And no one blew at me or anything. I think people were actually kind of impressed about the dedication that it took for me to get there. But it was really cool. The admins of the Thunderbirds were retweeting me and messaging me and being like, oh, my God, it's so cool that you came out. I got it. I told you, if any team comes into Pennsylvania territory, I will be there. Even New Jersey, I will be there. What's up? And I talk about this a lot, but I'm a big prospect person. And the development of some of these guys on the T-Birds is really important to the success of the Blues. And sometimes we're recalling guys, you know, back and forth all the time, like a Tyler Tucker. And I think that just seeing it in person, seeing how they play in the AHL when they have more minutes, um, when they have more opportunities to grow and get that experience, it's crucial and vital to the success of the St. Louis Blues. I mean, the AHL is there as a developmental league, right? While it's been more competitive in recent years and um, all of that, I still feel like it's important to talk about it once in a while. There's not a host of Locked on Thunderbirds, so I take on that dual um, hosting job of talking about our AHL team so you can be aware and up to date with how the prospects and the younger guys are developing down there. So. Hello. Um, what's up, T-Bird Nation? Um, that was stupid. But I'm going to talk about last night. So besides my experience, um, Zach Dean was actually out, by the way. Um, he's out for a couple weeks, so didn't get to see him play. Unfortunately, let's talk about Hugh Ging. So I thought he did an okay job last night. Obviously, he still has a lot of work to do, but I thought he did a good job of maintaining puck possession. Uh, the T-Birds did lose last night. Um, unfortunately, it was a 4-1 loss, uh, but I was just more focused on how these individual guys look to me out on the ice. Um, Zach Bolduc, uh, he looked all right. Nothing that, ah, uh, I don't know. I'm trying to put it this into words to be kind. He didn't stand out to me. If I didn't know who he was, if I didn't know who these guys were as uh, prospects, guys that I, you know, obviously follow, I wouldn't be like, oh, yeah, this is a guy that I could see really, you know, impacting the blues. He just seemed to be a presence on the ice. Uh, Mackenzie McUrchern. Uh, he was actually pretty good. I thought that he made some good plays. Uh, nothing much more I can say about him. He put a lot of effort in the whole entire time, which I liked. He skated hard and uh, he was very physical last night. So I liked how he played a lot. Sam Bidden. I am a huge fan of Sam Bidden. He did go to the penalty box uh, once last night, which is fine, but physical guy. Uh, again, he sets up great um, opportunities for shots. I obviously not a lot really fell through, uh, but yeah. 
Uh, Ryan Suzuki. I actually was quite impressed. He's a smaller guy, at least in my opinion, out on the ice, but he really stays with it. Um, he was able to get a couple turnovers a couple times, which was really good. And uh, again, he's a good passer, and I was just impressed by his speed on the ice. Will Bidden, brother to my boy, Sam Bidden. I I have to say, I think Sam, if I'm comparing the two brothers, Sam was more impressive to me. Uh, Will didn't stand out that much, but yeah, I, I feel bad. I'm like, I'm not trying to come at these guys. Um, so Jacob Verana, who we've called up numerous times, kind of frustrated me last night, if I'm going to be completely for real. Um, yeah, he, let's not call him up again. No offense. Tyler Tucker. Tyler Tucker. Probably the best player on the team last night. I think Tyler Tucker is such a gem on this team. He did go to the penalty box twice last night. But what I will say is this, as a defender, he plays, um, he's like a two-way defender, right? And I think that he just played, I'm trying, I can't curse, but he played very hard, okay? Um, he makes great plays. He's able to get that turnover. Um, he's able to get the other team to turn over the puck. He's able, I mean, I think he had a couple breakaways as well. I think that he is probably the star of that team. And I'm happy that he's getting minutes. A hundred percent, but it's one of those things where I know that him and Perunovic were really rotating in and out of the lineup. And I think that Tyler Tucker is just growing down in the minors. And I think that he is somebody that I could really see maybe after this season being having a permanent spot with the blues. So I am very impressed by him. I was actually quite surprised, Um, but being as close to the ice as I was and being able to really see how he played. He's such a smart hockey player, right? And I think that he really is the guy on the team that just overall impressed me the most. So good job, Tyler. Um, I'm trying to think if any Hunter Skinner, he actually um, was another guy that impressed me as well on defense. I thought he had a good game. I thought that again, another guy, he's not more, he doesn't seem as much as a two-way defender to me, but he did hold his own in D. He made some good uh, blocks and uh, yeah. Now for goalies, Malcolm Subban. Uh, yeah, I'm happy with our rotation that we have with Bennington and Hofer, so I'm just going to leave it at that. All right. I am now going to say goodbye to Springfield for a little bit. But now I'm going to talk to you about Indeed. If you need a hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to the Indeed data and matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to recent Indeed surveys, okay? So this is what you need to do. All listeners of the show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your job more visibility at Indeed.com slash locked on. Just go to Indeed.com slash locked on. Right now and support our show by saying you heard indeed on this podcast, Locked on Blues. You need to go to indeed.com 
slash locked on. Terms and conditions apply. You need a hire. You need Indeed. Indeed, you do. So this road trip, let's go talk about the successful road trip thus far. So I said that this was going to be a very challenging three-game road trip. And I do not take back what I said. I completely stand by it because this is a challenging road trip. And, you know, the Blues win against the Flames was, again, a statement win. Played a great game after trailing. Good game. Last night's win against the Canucks, probably, and I have to tell you, as a fan, as somebody that covers the team here, probably the most impressive win of the season. And this really does make the Blues um, turn heads again. I think that you can't not realize that this team isn't as talented. I think that you now see that this team's able to beat a team like Vancouver. And they were able to not just beat them, but they were so dominant against them in that first period. And it really does make you question, okay, are the Blues back again? Are they a team that's worth watching again? Are they a team that might potentially sneak into the wild card spot and realistically I mean like I'm not saying that it's a definite because there's a lot of hockey left but it is a possibility now and I am so frustrated not frustrated in a bad way but like frustrated in a good way because I said by the time it gets to the end of January if the Blues do not have 50 points then I will just be like, you know what? It's done. And guess what? The St. Louis Blues have 50 points. 50 points. And it is January 25th. So there is a possibility that the Blues, that our St. Louis Blues, could finish the month of January with more than 50 points, which is unbelievable. They have three more games left in January. So if you're doing the math, just like I am, 52, 54, 56, they could have 56 points by the end of the month, which is a lot more than I thought. This gives me hope again. This gives me excitement again. But I'm also like, okay, we can't be too excited about this, even though like I know we want to be. Because again, teams get hot and then teams can go dull. It's about the consistency. And right now, do I think the Blues have that consistency? I don't know. And that's been the problem all season. I think that Jake Neighbors has been phenomenal. He's been exceptional. And I think Jake Neighbors, I mean, again, 15 goals this season, the most he's ever had in a season, uh, Not um, obviously not with St. Louis, but just, you know, playing like his whole career was 23 in a season, I believe. So the fact that he is able now to he's going to end up getting more than 23 goals a season. I know it. I just feel like there's something special brewing amongst this team. I think that Joel Hofer has impressed us all. He's impressed me. Um, I think that Bennington, again, consistent, smart. I love how he is in that. This team could be something special. If Shenny keeps on getting hot again, if Tomer just keeps on doing his thing, Boosh, I'm telling you, he is somebody that is going to explode in the second half. I just have a feeling that this St. Louis Blues team at the very last minute, it's not going to be like a couple of weeks before the season ends. Like it's going to be like one of the last couple of games. They're going to make a wild card spot. I know I changed my opinion on that, but after beating the Canucks last night, I just, I feel good. A three game win streak. You're winning two back-to-back games on the road, back-to-back games on the road, by the way, like, 
what? How can you not be excited about this team? How can you not be? I know I am. I'm still excited. Um, I was buzzing too. I'm like, okay, this is perfect. A Thunderbirds loss, but a Blues win. I will take that. But I'm not surprised. I did say the entire time that I did think the Blues were going to win against the Canucks. So I uh, wasn't shocked. I'm just more shocked about how dominant this team looked against the Canucks. Unfortunately, you know, the Canucks in those three goals in that final frame, not ideal for Suter to get that hat trick. But it was all about how the Blues responded. And I think by the Blues getting that OT goal, okay, sure, it was really important. Because if they lost that game, I would have been enraged. But luckily, that did not happen. And I think the whole NHL is probably shocked because the St. Louis Blues were able to upset the Canucks. And um, I think that's just splendid. So tomorrow, I'm going to do my pregame for the Blues and the Kraken. And it'll be a fun episode. It will be an Are We Feeling Blues episode tomorrow. So a little bit of my favorite segment, Action. And until then, let's go, Blues.